This call is being recorded. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Valerie. Good morning. Good morning, Valerie. Good morning, Victory family. It's Pam. Love y'all. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Pam. Love you, too. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, V-Time, too. And family, this is Bubbly. Good morning, Bubbly. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning, Yvonne. Good morning. Praise the Lord. 
Yes. Oh, thank you. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Felicita. Good morning, family. It's Nikisha. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday and good morning, Nikisha. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Yow, yow. What's up? <laughs> hey, yo, yo. Good morning, Brother E. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling Declared Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's Krishanda. Good morning, Krishanda. How are you this morning? Wonderful. And you? I'm good. Got a little stuffy, but I'm great. Okay. Okay. You have a good day. You do the same. Good morning. Good morning. This Mona. Hey, I thought it was you. I didn't want to say the wrong name. Good morning, (laughs) Mona. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I'm so excited. I know she's about to bring it, y'all. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So yes, it's Wednesday. I think so, too, Mona. It's Krishanda. It's I agree. I'm ready. You feel it? Don't you feel it? I feel it. Yes. <laughs> it's about to go down in the south. It's about to go down. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm going to be honest my, my son laughing at me because I'm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the new theme is entitled Open Heaven, so let's get ready. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. Yes, let it rain. Yes. Amen. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, Good morning family. Morning. This is Tanisha. Good morning, Tanisha. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Denise. Good morning, Denise. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. This is Leomia, Gloria's mother. Good morning, Leon- Sister Leonia. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear you. How are you this morning? Doing wonderful. And you? I'm fine. Thank you. Well, praise God. She sounds like Gloria. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> she sure does. I look like Gloria also. 
<laughs> that's your baby, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's my baby. <laughs> that's a good. wonderful baby she is. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Okay, at this time, we're going to go ahead and begin the hosting. I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valosita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month for the monthly theme entitled Open Heaven. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and heart shares that will be will be brought to you by your by our wonderful and gifted declares. We have two announcements. Today is the day to declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sow into Declare Victory prayer call, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash Declare Victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have one prayer request submitted on the online app, and that's from Jacqueline Coker. She's requesting prayer. She has an interview today, and she would like prayer for God's grace, favor, and a breakthrough. Order of the call is as follows. Declaration will be done by Dion. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Sabrina. And they will go right into closing comments, which will be hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Declaration by Dion and praying and corporate praise will be done by Sabrina. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Daniel chapter 7, verse 11. And a river of fire flowed from his presence. Millions of angels ministered to him, and a hundred million stood to attend him. Then the court began its session, and the books were opened. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Dion. Amen, amen, and amen again. Happy Wednesday to everyone. Um, Thank you, God, for your presence. Um, Thankful just to have another opportunity, uh, as always, to get this thing called Life Right. Um, I am excited about this morning, very thankful, uh, number one, to be in my right mind. Praise hallelujah. Thanking God that, um, yeah, he has won yet again, and so it is absolutely a pleasure and an honor to have the opportunity um, to share with you all um, what I've been excited about for a little while, but I had to make sure that I studied for long enough uh, that I felt comfortable in my own skin and sharing with you all. And um, 
just want to give a disclosure this morning that today's share, um, just on the heels of what Moses shared on yesterday, I'm just going to go a little bit more in depth. Um, I thank God for Moses and having been exposed in advance. It makes me look a little less special. Amen. <laughs> and so I thank God for that again. Today is Wednesday. Thank you, Valuable Valacita, um, for our greeting and our intro. I appreciate you as always. Um, today is the day that we set aside to fast. And considering um, the exposure that we will have today, I would encourage you uh, as a matter of fact, I beseech you um, that you might uh, push something back today, even if it's just sugar or if it's your normal cup of coffee that you would drink, um, but something to munch or to eat. Um, set that aside and expect God to begin to unscale your eyes, unplug your ears, circumcise your heart, and begin to walk you into um, the idea of the truth of his word um, and that he would begin to reveal to you the mysteries of the kingdom. That has been my prayer for quite some time, i.e. all hell began to break loose in my specific circumference. Um, nevertheless, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. And just a quick reminder, Please, ma'am, please, sir, mute your lines for us. If you would mute your lines, that would be awesome. Um, somebody just texted me, but the question is, what did I do with my phone? Can you guys not hear me okay? Am I muffled or? Go ahead. Yeah, you're fine. Okay, awesome. Amen. So then that, um, I love you too. Um, anyway, uh, I, I'm, I'm very, very excited about what I'm about to share. Um, it is going to be, um, to, to this level, it's going to be unfamiliar. Um, love you very much as well. Amen. Um, and it may make you uncomfortable. Um, I've talked a little bit about it, but we're going to go a little bit deeper and a little bit further. I'll also explain some of the whys I waited to share. And then I'm going to tie some things that you guys have had the opportunity to experience me go through as a result of um, the Lord revealing the revelation of the Lord, um, just beginning to rest on me in such a way that I began to press past um, church and church vernacular, tradition, religion. Um, and as he is pulling me further out, of the parameters of the basics of religion and tradition and moving me further into kingdom, um, it is my absolute responsibility to hand that information to you in such a way that not only is it digestible, um, but it, that it's applicable to your life and your children's lives and your children's children's lives. I am absolutely concrete about the truth that anything that the Lord gives me access to um, will be free. Anything that I'm connected to, anyone that I'm connected to, any bloodline that I'm connected to, I will fight 
until I run out of breath, until my body no longer moves, until we all have the power to walk in the authority wherewith we were saved, and our children will see the salvation of the Lord as a result of it. I am um, adamant about that. And so I, um, I'm, I'm going to pray before I begin, um, but I want to tell you, grab your Bibles as we'll do some, some um, walking. If, you, if you're working or you're driving or whatnot, you can always listen to the playback. But I don't want you to take this dialogue lightly. As you guys know, I'm going to be teaching two days, um, and there's still someone that needs to mute their phone for me. Um, I'm going to be teaching two days a week, and not that I'm super special, um, none of that, um, but as um, having been given authority in this particular area, um, it's my responsibility to make sure you have the information in such a way that for real you can use it um, and you can start making your own petitions, right? The Word of God says, make your petitions known unto God. This morning we're going to talk a little bit about the legal dialogue of the courts of heaven, really accessing the courts of heaven. And I'm going to say this again as a disclosure. When I first started studying, when I first started hearing, when I first started to do my own research, it made me very uncomfortable. Um, it made me uncomfortable because I'm used to tradition. I'm used to religion. I'm used to doing what everybody else has done um, because it's what we've been exposed to. Pardon me, guys. Um, but as you know, as the Lord begins to open up the eyes of your understanding, um, things will begin to shift. I'm going to give you the very first example. But before I do that, let me pray. Most gracious and heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for another opportunity to tell you, God, you are our just judge, that you are more than enough. We thank you that you've already paved the way, God, that you have um, written of us according to Psalms 139.16 in the books of heaven. And so, God, we pray this morning and we pray with a heart of agreement that every single thing that you said about us lines up with the truth of your word, that our agendas, that our desires, that our um, daydreams, Lord God, be set to the side, that we would experience the truth of the power of your word, not just in our lives, God, but in the lives of our children, in the lives of our siblings, our nieces, our nephews, every bloodline assembly that you've put together, that you've structured, God, we pray that you would begin to line it up with what the word of God already says about us. I thank you in advance right now, and I address the accuser of the brethren, and I declare by the power of the blood of Jesus that you can be present, but you cannot speak, that no shame nor guilt will bring, be brought against us to condemn us, but that the truth of God's word will prevail in this court and in earth as it is in heaven. Can you please mute your phone? Whoever's sniffling, that's you. We're, we can hear you. Um, and so, God, I thank you that our lives agree with what, what testifies of Jesus. I pray this morning and I agree that our future agrees with the truth of the testimony that's written in heaven. I pray this morning and I agree 
that the cloud of witnesses that testifies on our behalf of the things that have already been spoken in heaven, God, come in alignment and agreement with the truth of your word. I pray this morning that you would redeem us from the curse of the law and you'd walk us into righteousness and grace and truth and peace, God, that we not only live peaceably among all men, but that you would be lifted up, that you would draw all men unto you. Let every person under the sound of my voice, Lord God, uh, be submitted and surrendered to the truth of your word, to your will, Lord God. Circumcise our hearts, Lord. Unscale our eyes. Unplug our ears that the mysteries of the kingdom will be revealed and that we would walk in liberty and truth everywhere we go in such a way that we impact rooms when we walk into them, that we impact our bloodline, Lord God, that we begin to redeem time based upon the truth, that we come out of agreement with anything that does not align with the truth of your word, Lord God, and I thank you in advance for this freedom, God, that you have waiting for us when we agree. And so I thank you, Lord God, that we can enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. And so right now, God, I praise you from the mountaintop. I say, God, you are great. I say that there's no judge like you, Lord, and we surrender and submit our will, our heart, our desire, our intellect, our emotions, and all things to you that you would get the glory out of our lives. This we ask the Father in Jesus' name, amen, and God, I bless you. Amen. So um, I've, I've talked a little bit um, about these ideas um, and, and this doctrinal difference um, very sporadically. Um, I've touched on it just a little bit here and there, but, but in order for us um, to operate in the fullness uh, wherewith we were saved, to operate in full liberty, we got to know what we're up against. Um, and I want to I want to speak to this specifically. So, for those of you that may or may not know, Josiah and I were in the hospital from um, Sunday until yesterday um, in the ICU. He's the only kid up there that can do everything for himself. He cracking jokes with the nurses, and I'm thinking to myself. What are we doing here? Why, or what is this? Um, and then you all also know that on Friday, just two days before this, Demarie was released from the hospital after having been in the hospital for 11 days. So you got to know that I'm laying in the ICU hospital bed asking a bunch of questions. I'm like, Lord, okay, am I doing something wrong? Is there something that I missed? Uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday on the end of the call, and the Holy Spirit reminded me, um, and, and, you know, Facebook is also a pretty good help. just so happened that a year ago, the day we were in the hospital, we had been in the hospital before. <laughs> um, a couple of days before that, we were um, expecting Josiah not to be here two years ago. Um, each each year um, had a pattern associated to it. Uh, same time, same ballpark figure. Now, mind you, Josiah was released without surgery. 
The only needle stick that he had was that to um, put the IV in his arm. No antibiotics, no nothing. They changed his style, but because of where um, his his tubing stuff is, of course, they put him in ICU because if something happens, he literally could just go to sleep and not wake up. Nevertheless, um, I started to ask God about the pattern. Um, you've heard me say before things like um, the enemy and, and tracking. And one of the things that I've realized that happens is the further you come out of religion, the further you come out of tradition, the further you come out of fear and agreement with fear, uh, it absolutely upsets the enemy's camp. Um, it frustrates the enemy to no end. Uh, and, and a couple of weeks ago, um, you guys know I have friends that are a little special. Um, and so Tanya and I will make appointments uh, to go to court. <laughs> and during one of our prayer sessions, um, the Holy Spirit showed me a whole spirit that was um, opposing me. And at first I thought I was tripping. <laughs> Um, at, at first, I thought I was um, I was I was doing too much. I was like, okay, now you're going a little far with this, ma'am. So y'all, I, I just don't want y'all to think that this whole journey is whatever I hear or whatever I see. I just be like, okay, because that's not the case. I always have to study a little bit further. But what I recognized was that um, the enemy has specific hours that he can do things in, and I, I promise I'll tie all this together. Um, i.e., it is very important when you are an intercessor that you know your watch, that you know what you're called to pray for, that you know the area or the sphere um, that God has assigned you to. Usually, you will wake up during those hours. This will help you, um, and I'm, I'm saying all of this preceding, talking about uh, the courts because as an intercessor, there is a responsibility that you have for nations or regions or um, specific areas, specific topography that you've been assigned to in the spirit, and the only way to know it is to operate in your sphere. So as you start to align yourself, not with religion, not with tradition, but with what your original design, intent, and purpose is in the earth, which only comes from spending time in the presence of the Father, which only comes uh, after you identify that you are truly a son or a daughter of God. Uh, that, that was one of the biggest struggles that I had in even being able to get to this place of understanding how to unlock or access heaven. Uh, and, and what I realized is that not only have I accessed heaven um, and tapped into different realms, but the closer I get to God, the greater the attack. I know that, that sounds almost oxymoronic. Uh, the, the closer I get to the place of destiny, and I've been fooled around now, and I'm walking a little heavy. I ain't going to lie. My confidence is a little bit high because there would be no other reason that the enemy would be on my heels like he is, especially through my bloodline. As soon as, and I'm, I'm not saying this to scare anybody, but as soon as, Momentum began to build up as it relates to me knowing that, number one, um, I'm called to this. This is not just something I stumbled up on. Um, 
when I begin to open my mouth and say out of my mouth, I do pastor and I have been pastoring. Um, today, I don't feel the bubbles in my stomach because it's who I am. It's what I'm called to do. And I found that. Uh, I found that strength and I found that access. I found that ability to be able to walk in that truth by going to the courts. There are things that, that going into the courts of heaven or accessing heaven will break off of you as it relates to shame, guilt, uh, old habits. There are things that he'll help you identify because now you're no longer a novice. You're no longer uh, closed off to the reality that things happen in the spirit as a re direct response of legalities and contracts that are out. Right, so I want, I want to talk this morning a little bit about preparing your case. And what I don't want you to do is take my word for any of this. I want you to 2 Timothy 2 and 15. I want you individually, independently to study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It's your responsibility not to take any preacher, teacher, pastor, evangelist, anyone's word, but you are to study to know what the will of God is for your life. It is very important um, that we stop sitting on pews being fed things that do not align with the truth of God's word. Even songs that are saying in error make my nerves bad right now. Um, there's something about truth is it starts to abolish everything else, okay? Now, Dion, what um, in heaven backwards are you talking about? Well, I'm going to give you several different scriptures. Uh, a couple of months ago, and Tanya can attest to this, the Holy Spirit kept telling me to read Job in its entirety. And I was like, that, it might make me want to kill myself. <laughs> I don't want to read that no more. I'm tired of that. Nevertheless, I was obedient, and um, I began to, to read it because my circumstances sometimes are so strenuous. I be thinking to myself now, if, I, if, if I'm doing what I know I'm supposed to do, if I am, like, for real, with every ounce of my strength, for real trying to live a life according to what the Word of God says, how then... Are these attacks so great? How then um, is this struggle like so real? What like what is this? And of course, you you got to keep in mind. Uh, I answered your prayer when you prayed. However, I was held up by the Prince of Persia. That is one of those um, things that identifies where dimensions and realms and areas are. There are so many different scriptures that testify to that. Um, but as I was reading Job, um, and I'll give you this, and some of these things I'm going to share with you in bits and pieces and in part, um, just because it's a lot. Uh, and, and if you take it in too fast, it can be a little bit overwhelming. Uh, but just like anything else, if you're preparing to go to work, if you're starting a new job, um, you, you actually learn the nature of the job. You go through training. Um, and what I saw was in Job 13 and 3, right, Job 13 and 3, it says, I am to argue my case with God, 
and reason with God. Um, if you remember, um, Jesus asked Satan, Satan, what are you doing? Where are you coming from? I am going to and fro seeking whom I may devour. And that's when he offered Job up. Um, that being said, have you tried? Listen, listen. I want you to start getting familiar with the language of the courts. Have you tried Job? Not just have you tested Job, uh, but have you taken him to court? Have you, do you have any accusations to hold against him, to torment him? I keep trying, but there's a hedge around him, right? Remember, that was the statement. Well, the hedge was, you've got to remember that, that the word of God says that Job was considered a righteous man. Right? Job didn't have no dirty hands. Job didn't have a bunch of secrets. He had lived just and upright before God. And even though he didn't have a whole bunch of things for the enemy to hold against him, uh, the Lord allowed him to torment him in spite of. That was the reckoning piece. That was the piece that aligned with the reality that uh, Jesus was our recompense, that Jesus was our propitiation, that Jesus was the handoff or the trade-off. And Job, in this sense, was likened to him. So much so that as the enemy tested him, he said, I guarantee you, if I do this, if I do that, he's going to be like, no, nah, I'm cool because I've done, done all I can do for him and still I'm being afflicted. I've lost my home. I've lost my health. I've lost my children. I've, every single thing that I had, my cattle are gone. My wealth is gone. But he refused to curse God. And so as I'm reading Job and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the process and I was like, oh, Job was considered a righteous man, which is our goal. Uh, then Job was, you gave him permission to try him, to put him on trial. Let's see. Right? So we know that the trying, the trial of our faith worketh patience. And so I began to understand a little bit more about what God was. I was like, Lord, what are you doing? Like, what part of the game is this, player? Like, dude, uh, like, for real? And so as I, as I considered it, um, I want you to look at Hebrews 4, 15 and 16, right? But before you look at 15 and 16, I want you to look at Hebrews 4, and one, I had a conversation with a friend, um, and it, it kind of messed me up. He said, you know, there are 365 times in the Bible um, that it is said to fear not. We always liken it to uh, there are 365 days in a year. And um, he said, do you know that there's only one time that the Bible tells us to fear? And I was like, uh-uh. He was like, no, no, no. No, no, yeah, I'm going to need you to look it up. Okay, okay. Look, look at this. It says, Hebrews 4 and 1, it says, let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should come short of it. I was like, oh, the only thing that we are instructed to fear is, is missing the promises, entering into his rest, 
lest any of us should seem to come short of it. And now, mind you, as as Josiah and I are in the hospital, um, I begin to ask myself some questions. Does a miracle ever need an update? Does a miracle ever need a revision? Does a miracle ever need a reprieve? I never saw one. I mean, and I'm, I'm laying there, and I'm, I'm racking my brain. And the reason that I say it is because I know that Josiah's life is a miracle. I'm completely aware uh, that the doctors couldn't have done it, that uh, nothing could happen. But, but this is what I also put together, and I promise I'm going to tie all this together. As Josiah is sitting there, healthy and well, outside of the fact that, for real, his ventricles are swollen, uh, and by the grace of God, I have the Holy Ghost because they sent me home and looked at me like I had Munchausen's when I took him back to the doctor the second time as if I was making stuff up because we needed some attention. And so, of course, they immediately rushed him to ICU, and I was like, yeah, that I don't got time to do this kind of plan. I'm trying to get to work. I just got a job. Come on. And so I, I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, um, but at the same time, right before we got ready to leave, something told me to pack a bag. And not only did that, you know who something is, something is the Holy Spirit told me to pack a bag. But not only did I pack a bag, so did Josiah, but there was absolutely no fear. There was absolutely no anxiety. My only concern was I, I just would hate for my baby to have to get um, another surgery just because he's been through so much. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, Lord, what did I miss? And my baby is now in the hospital. <laughs> Come on. Look, tie me together, Jesus. What's up? And then I started to pay attention to the pattern. Um, I started to pay attention to the fact that uh, the enemy has a responsibility around this time every single year for the last almost five years, uh, there has been a pattern instituted with myself and my children. Well, this time, because I saw the pattern, because I've been exposed to the truth of God's word, I was able to, from my bed, break the pattern so much so um, that your prayers and the prayers of, of folks here, there, and everywhere, not only did we escape uh, surgery and an extended period of time of caregiving, uh, but I was able to notice something, uh, and I could break it from where I was because I was now aware. Now we're going to go to Hebrew 14 and 15. Um, we always have to keep in mind that Jesus um, is our high priest. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. And so I was talking about Job and uh, Job being tested and tried, but nothing that the enemy attempted could shake him from his faith space. Um, I fooled around and I got to the place where even with everything that was going on, I wasn't mad. I wasn't frustrated. I wasn't um, angry. I wasn't uncomfortable. I had uh, come to the conclusion that this is part of our process, right? But the part of the process that I appreciate is that it helped me to identify uh, one of the systems or the cycles, and I'll tie that up with Scripture in just a moment. 15 says, so we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points 
tempted like as we are, yet he was without sin. Now, you got to know that there are some of the situations and circumstances that I've been in that I full well know how to get myself out of. <laughs> right? Some of the financial uh, uh, issues, some of the financial struggles, some of the, even some of the uh, emotional struggles and dealing with loneliness and doing all of this stuff by myself. Right? And so, you know, that's what the accuser of the brethren will come and tell me. Uh, if God loved you, he wouldn't let you do all this stuff by yourself. And I'll be like, yeah. But he gave me the strength to do it, right? Because uh, Psalms 84 says we go from strength to strength. Now, some of the things that I've struggled with in times past, uh, because I've taken them to the courts, today, they're not my struggle. Today, I don't have to worry myself with if on Friday night I uh, start getting in my feelings and I feel a little some kind of way if I'm going to end up in Jomo bed because I'm not. That's just some stuff I'm not going to do. Have you ever been uh, so far in that going back is not an option uh, and too far uh, away from the history to go back? Not not only to go back, but to even look back because, yeah, I know whatever it is is not that way. Right, and I don't know what you're doing in this process, Jesus, but I'm gonna keep on moving forward. You ever have them days where you kind of want to feel sorry for yourself because you're thinking to yourself, This cannot be my life, and I'm saved. <laughs> I can only imagine Job laying there saying, You're kidding, right? Who else died? What else did I lose? Nevertheless, um, when we start to approach the courts of heaven. Um, there, there is literally a preparation period, uh, no different than um, when you go into court and you, you got a speeding ticket. You hope the officer don't show up. You uh, start asking for evidence. You start asking for, uh, did you have a dash camera uh, by chance? Did you, uh, did you have cameras on the lights? You want to know everything associated with that. If you're dealing with a, um, a divorce decree and you're going to court, uh, if there was infidelity, you want some proof. If there was uh, something going on where you feel like the children might be in danger, even if it's a lie, you're looking for some proof. You're looking for something uh, to take with you, right? And so one of the things that we always do um, as we start to prepare our case, and, and literally it's, it's a literal hearing, right? Um, there are a couple of different things that, that you're going to want to do. There are things that we deal with internally. First and foremost, we deal with a repentance piece um, where we are repenting for historical things. So anything that the enemy can legally hold against you that's in your heart, right? So if we don't forgive, we will not be forgiven. Uh, if we don't um, repent, we keep our hands dirty, and so there are things that can be held against us. But in this process, we ask the Holy Spirit to begin to help us to understand and to learn uh, the protocols of the courts, like to really, really, and this is because we are intercessors, because we are called or mandated to pray. Uh, it is literally like we are going to court on someone else's behalf to testify for them. Right, And there are different legalities, and we'll go into it a little bit further throughout the month. Um, but we prepare our case, and then we start to consider uh, the accusation. So, again, we do our repentance pieces, 
Then we go through our forgiveness steps and measures. Because how many of you know when you have unforgiveness in your heart, you may as well stand in a glass room and scream at the top of your lungs because it's not going anywhere, right? It, It doesn't have a bunch of weight, and we know that there is a process to forgive, right? Um, You also have to know the stuff that you're dealing with and struggling with. The only way to really know that is through prayer, um, is through spending time in God's presence, because what happens is the Holy Spirit begins to unlock some things. Um, He begins to show you some things, and so uh, that that first scripture that I gave you was Job 13 and 3. And so that, that's when Job says, uh, I argue my case with God and I reason with God. But then if you go down to verse 15, it says, I trust God. I will defend my way before him. Well, that simply is stating that now you have a, a prosecuting attorney and a defense attorney. Those are two uh, uh, court conversations or court vernaculars that you'll become familiar with as we go through this process. Um, And I want to just give a a precursor. Do not try to go to the courts without having full information. You'll play yourself, ask me and Tanya, because we didn't ask for a continuance, and I'll tell you about that at another time. Um, Verse 17 and 19, listen to what I say. Prepare my case. I know I will be vindicated. If I do not speak up, I know I will perish. Now, get this. This is one of those moments where um, when the enemy comes in, like a flood, God will lift up a standard against him. What I found um, and what it took me a very long time to understand is our silence can be the death of us. Our silence can be the death of us. Uh, I'm in a season where I don't have time, uh, space, or uh, opportunity to be silent. Every single thing that I notice in the spirit and in the natural, I have a responsibility to open up my mouth. It's no different than um, if somebody is drowning. Have you ever seen somebody drowning? Think to themselves, help, help, I'm drowning. No, ma'am. And no, sir. You'd be like, ah, you at the top of your lungs, right? You screaming and crying for help because you know you cannot save yourself. That if, in fact, somebody does not rescue you, and the only way for somebody to do that is for you to make an audible sound out of your mouth. And so I want to, um, I want to state again how important it is to be able to effectively plead your case. You cannot reckon it in your head. You have to use your sound. Um, Okay, and so then it says, if I don't speak up, I will perish. Let me say that again. If you don't speak up, you will perish. If you don't speak up, you will perish, right? Verse 22 says, uh, let me speak and you reply. Make me know my sins and my offenses. Well, why, why do you need to know that? Because in order for you to effectively walk into a courtroom, you got to know what you're dealing with. You kind of know what you're up against. Now, I did not know that all of these legalities, now get this, you have legal rights. There are 97 times in the Bible where it's declared that there are uh, contracts open, 
right, that there are legalities uh, in the heavens and in the earth on your behalf. If you don't trust me, look it up. I told you, don't take my word. You start to study this stuff for yourself. If God brought it to me, he brought it to me to bring to you because I'm only one person. There's, I don't even know how many people on the line this morning, but if God has something for you to get into the earth, the only way that you get it is if you be made aware of it, right? Um, and, and because of the hour right now is very well spent and time uh, is starting to uh, evolve in such a way that we're seeing the truth of the manifestation of the presence uh, of the reality of who our king is. Uh, things are shifting in the earth, and, and obviously it's a 911 if I'm sharing this. Again, some of this will challenge your theology, and I'm fine with that. And I, I, I've said again, I don't, I don't need you to trust me. Um, I need you to uh, open up the eyes of your understanding and begin to ask God yourself. Okay? All right. Isaiah 43 and 25. Get this. Now, this is right after I said, let me speak and you reply. Let me know my sins and my offenses. So there's a process after you've taken the right measures where we literally uh, begin to go into worship. That worship is setting the atmosphere uh, for our court case because when you worship, you begin to hear. When you worship, you begin to understand. When you worship, you begin to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. There is a process and a method, and we'll do this um, before the month ends where we'll physically go before the courts. Amen. Um, Isaiah 43 and 25, put me in remembrance. Um, let us, listen, let us confirm together. State your case so you can be acquitted. Now, until I got exposed to this teaching, until I got exposed to this doctrine, I'm sure that I read over that and didn't see it. Reason being, Isaiah is one of my favoriteest books, right? Um, and the truth is, it was still uncomfortable when I read it, even though I see it is written, Right? So we must come with a case. So there, there are things in our historical bloodline. There are things that we are dealing with personally uh, that have nothing to do with us personally. It has everything to do with our bloodline and our history, our parents, um, our great-grandparents, our great-great-great-great-grandparents, based upon the word in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, where you will see um, for yourself, we, we always talk about the blessings. I'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the fields, blessed in my coming, blessed in my going. But the reality is that the, the law, which was before grace was established, has a curse associated with it that goes 40 generations, 40 years, I'm sorry, four generations. You need to know what that is. You need to know what your bloodline infringement in those areas are so that you can repent for your entire bloodline all the way back to Adam and Eve. I know it sounds strange. As I began to do that, the warfare in my house increased in such a way that DeMaria was in the mental institution and Josiah in the hospital not once but twice. Dion, well, why would I want to do that? Because... There's no other way through but through. There's no way to figure out or to find out what you're fighting 
Um, for some of you, it's stagnation. For some of you, it's racism. For some of you, it's control. For some of you, it is lust and lasciviousness. For some of you, it's alcoholism. For some of you, it is um, perversion. For some of you, it is infidelity. For some of you, it is illegitimacy. There are certain things that we, if we don't pay attention, um, and if we don't know what our legal right is to defend or to present our case for our families, um, guess what? We are going to consistently see the same struggles, the same dealings, the same experiences, the same exposure in our families, right? So right now, um, still, currently, there are things about my house that are completely disheveled um, because I started digging. Um, it, it's kind of like uh, when, when you go to therapy, and you start dealing with stuff that is in your history. You start dealing with stuff uh, that you're struggling with. You start dealing with stuff in, in, your, uh, in your backyard, you know, the stuff that you've covered up, the stuff that you've not addressed, the stuff that you've not accessed in a while. Um, and what happens when you unearth it is now you've got to look at it and you've got to deal with it. Um, there, there are certain things in my bloodline that are not only – far beyond me, but stuff like racism. Um, my grandmother was super partial to, to light-skinned people um, to the degree that even yesterday I heard my mother say something, and, and this is something that I've not presented in the courts, which I'm going to have to. Yeah, I know I've got to be careful because they probably, they're probably Mexican. Are you kidding me? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it, it, it messed me up, but it made me aware, Right? It made me aware of how to pray, and I'm not, I'm not saying my mother is just a bigot, but she, she had a bad experience, and that experience um, I know is historical. My grandmother had a bad experience with um, dark-complected people because she was so fair, and so you, anybody too dark, she'd be like, uh-uh, honey, I, I know they some kind of thief or murder. <laughs> be like, Grandma, that's not real. Nevertheless, um, Job wanted to know um, what was standing against him, right, so he could answer it. So what you find is the more you start to find out, you, you, the more you start to find out about yourself and your history, your bloodline, um, you have to learn how to agree with the adversary quickly. There are certain things that the enemy um, has presented against you that are your great-great-great-great-grandmothers, right? And so there is a process of agreement. Uh, I agree and I confess it as sin. I agree that I have sinned, right? And so it may not be your sin. It, it probably is somebody else's sin. But either way it goes, in a court, there has to be an answer, right? Um, because at the end of the day, all we're looking to be is acquitted so that we can move forward and not walk and deal with and struggle with the guilt or the pain of historical ancestral bloodline sins and bloodline curses, not just for ourselves, but I'm thinking about my grandchildren, um, if the Lord ever blesses me to have some, that I don't want them to walk under the curses, um, under the dealings and the guise of the things that I have struggled with um, that didn't have anything to do with me. They weren't necessarily my choices, right? And so I, I chose them innately, kind of like Abraham um, chose some things innately and um, that, that historical sin where they chose things innately. Um, and he understood that the enemy uh, must have a legal right for things to happen in his life. 
So this was him asking God, what is it that is being legally held against me? Right? So in that Hebrew 4 and 15, right, in the courtroom, we say these things in our case. And, and we actually picture ourselves in, in a courtroom, and we identify with the things that we know. Like there are things that you've done, things that you've done willingly, things that you've chosen that you know have nothing to do with the truth of God's word for your life. Um, things that you know there is still a need for recompense. There is still a need for you to repent um, that you've not addressed. There were things for me I know I didn't address because I didn't want to confess it as sin. Now, that was just a mistake. No, no, no. You want to be absolved um, of those ramifications. You want to be uh, relinquished from the things of your past historically. And I know I'm over time. Um, and this, look, this whole thing, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit. Right before I get ready to go, I'm going to give you this. So the, the enemy only has legal rights, right, that he can take things, inflict things, or impact things against us based on sins, transgressions, and iniquities. There's a difference. So a transgression is an act that goes against the law. You break a rule or a law, um, you break away from authority, the spirit of rebellion, you cross a line or a boundary, right? Um, these are things we knowingly do every day. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, right? These are the things that the Holy Spirit says, oops, you shouldn't have done that. So something you may have done. I don't know if you've ever been uh, in the store and you walk out of the store and you may have had a, a little thing, a pepper in your basket, and instead of you going back into the store paying for it, the Holy Spirit will nudge you and say, so why you didn't go back and pay for that, right? So it's not like you meant to steal it, but you stole it inadvertently, right? Um, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There are things that the Holy Spirit will tap us about, like jaywalking or not putting a basket back where it goes, like Tanya does everywhere we go. Or um, or if you, you make a decision not to give God thanks for something that he's done. Um, transgressions can be uh, taught things, right, things that you justify. Well, you know, that's, that's just how we are. That's just how I am, right? Sin means that you completely just miss the mark. Uh, places where you make an active decision not to obey God. It, it, you, you choose uh, to do something that is against what you know to do right. And iniquity means um, uh, bent, twisted, or perverted, right? When we transgress, we step off the path. If we continue to miss the mark, it becomes sin. If we continue to become twisted in our iniquities, we will not grow and we'll end up going away from what it is the Lord desires for us to grow into, right? So perversion is anything where you, you make a decision that, or iniquity. It means twisted, bent, or perverted. Twisted, bent, or perverted. Yup. So with that said, um, I'm extra late. Um, 
uh, I'm going to pass it to the prayer warrior. We go ahead and um, we'll ask a couple of questions on the other end, but i got to go to work this morning, so it won't be lengthy. Somebody ha- is feeding back. So if you can turn your phone down, that'd be great. As I pass the call to the prayer warrior. So, Father, we thank you this morning for your grace and your mercy that allowed us to see this day. We thank you for how you kept us as we slept through the night. We thank you for how you watched over our possessions and our loved ones. God, we thank you for the things that you've given us, the responsibility to shepherd over and to steward over. God, we thank you because you're just an amazing God. Lord, we know that we don't have a lot of time this morning, but before we approach you for anything, we just want to take a moment and thank you and acknowledge you for everything. God, we thank you for your healing. We thank you for your deliverance. God, we thank you that not only do you do all things well, you do all things complete. And so we thank you for complete healing. We thank you for complete restoration. We thank you for complete deliverance. And we thank you for confirmation that you are God, that there's nothing too hard for you. You are God and above you there is none other. When we recognize that we can worship you and take joy in the fact that your ways are not our ways and your thoughts are not our thoughts. God, we thank you for how you rule and you super woo. God, we thank you that even though we don't understand, we don't have to, all things work together for our good and in our favor because you love us and you are God. So this morning, God, we lift up every petition that has been spoken. We lift up those that are not spoken. God, I lift up Nedra Calloway to you as she prepares for surgery tomorrow. I thank you, God, that the cancer will be eradicated. I thank you that the surgical team is preparing even now for her, not with their skill, not with their intellect, but with prayer and thanksgiving. God, I pray that they would lean not to their own understanding and that they would trust you in that OR and that everything will be all right. God, we trust our sister with you and we just worship you in advance for what you're going to do. God, we lift up all those that are sick among us. We lift up all of those that are heavy laden. God, we lift up those that are sin sick, that are emotionally unwell. We thank you for the opportunity to come before you and to call those things that be not as though they already were. So instead of calling them sick and infirm, we call them healed and delivered this morning. God, we thank you for an open heaven. We thank you for access to an open heaven. And this morning we ask for courage and the good sense to stand under it appropriately. Hallelujah. We thank you for what you're doing. God, we thank you for knowledge. We thank you for the revelation knowledge that gives us access and then greater access to you. We thank you for the ability to be able to come against bloodline curses and seek deliverance, not only for ourselves, God, but for our children and our children's children. God, we thank you. 
because you are an amazing God and your desire is to see us free. Your desire is to see us here. We thank you, hallelujah, that we have the ability to say to the Egyptians in our life that trouble us, that we will see them no more if we do it the right way. So God, I thank you for illumination. I thank you that you care so much about us that you will not leave us ignorant. Give us the courage to step away from tradition on this morning, to step away from how we've always done it. Give us a hunger and a thirst to not only to be free, but God to be free indeed. So as we take our phones off for mute, hallelujah, we do so with the idea in our head that we are hallelujah. standing Thank you, 
for clemency on this morning. We thank you for every time you dropped the charges when they were justified. We thank you for every time. Hallelujah. Your son declared case dismissed when they actually had a case. We just thank you for every time you defended us. And most of all, God, we thank you for an opportunity to be found righteous. Hallelujah, through your son Jesus and his precious blood. God, we bless you. We thank you. And as we get ready to turn the call back over to Dion, we take a moment and we place our phones back on mute. We ask that you would be with us today. Matter of fact, we thank you for traveling grace and mercy that will cover us on the highways. We thank you um, for your grace that will meet us, your favor that will meet us in the marketplace. God, we bless you. We love you. And we say amen, and I pass the call. Amen, amen, and amen again. Um, let me let me access this teachable moment before we go forward. As it stands, and um, gifts are being released, just so for for people that are asking questions or don't necessarily understand. Some people just got the gift of speaking in tongues, so it'll sound different. Um, It'll sound different than what you are accustomed to. Um, But the beautiful thing is that uh, my my ears are super sensitive, and I can tell when it is one thing or another. Um, People are learning how to practice in their gifts, so don't be alarmed. The sounds will be different um, until God gives clarity, and I encourage you um, who perhaps once upon a time you didn't use your gift or you're learning how to use your gift all over again, I don't want to discourage you at all. I want you to keep using it, um, keep expressing it, keep conveying it, and keep allowing God to perfect it in you um, so that you can have the power, the strength, and the wherewithal to overcome Amen. So right before we go into phase two of the call, and again, um, I don't have a whole bunch of time this morning, but I absolutely don't want to just leave you with nothing. Uh, Anybody want to say good morning real quick, and then we'll go right into questions. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Diane. Hey, morning, pretty morning, Di. Good morning. Morning, Julianne. Morning, Misty. Hey, Juliet. Hey, Misty. Good morning. Hey, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Lachey. Hey, Lachey. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning. This is me. Hey, hey me. Good morning. Good morning. Love you. Love you too. Anybody else? Amen. Um, my, my biggest thing this morning is I just want to make sure I didn't leave anybody confused and some stuff it'll take a moment to understand as we go deeper into, um, the teaching. Every person that gets on the line is not going to teach in the same manner in which I did. Don't, don't, um, expect that. And I don't even, for those of you that are going to declare, I don't hold you, um, to that. 
um, I know what my mandate is, and, and I didn't give a lot of instruction because I wanted you to be able to have the ability to seek uh, with the expectation that God begin to reveal some things. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody have any questions, comments, concerns? Anybody? Good morning, it's Nikisha. Um, hey, Keisha. Hey, um, felt something different today. I'm shaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard it. Okay. <laughs> you good? You good? Okay. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Don't don't let it make you afraid. It's it's good. It's just your your language being reactivated. That's all. It's all good. Just keep keep moving forward. You come in the right direction. To okay. <laughs> hey, good morning. It, it's Tanya Nikisha. I knew it was you, um, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to wait and um, see. I wanted to get you know Deanna is uh, is host is um, facilitating the call this morning, but. You're okay. You are okay. Mm-hmm. Just keep just keep going. And one other thing, can I say this for several people who have been um, been refilled or renewed or have uh, been been filled? Um, it's gonna sound, you know, like Dion was saying. I just want to reassure you, it's gonna sound and feel weird at first. Um, but just like a baby, um, I have a little granddaughter. She's just her vocabulary is really really picking up. Um, she's about two and a half, a little more than two and a half. Some words, a lot of the words we understand. She can string sentences together, but some stuff, it sounds like she's speaking Chinese. We'd be like, okay, what? Okay, honey. <laughs> you know, because we're not, so so be okay, but just be okay that um, as you, you know, they didn't teach us this back in the, uh, back in the church, in the, you know, a long time ago. They didn't teach us this. When we say practice, it's not like you sit down like a, that's the only word we can think of. Like we, we, we're, we're encouraging you to use your language um, more and more because the more you use it, the better it, you will become at speaking, the more comfortable your ears will feel hearing it on um, that whole thing, right? So that's just one I wanted to add. Thanks, Dee. Yep, good stuff. Hey, good morning, yeah. Dion. Hey, good morning. Hey, it's Dee. Um, thank you. I was able to actually hear this morning because I haven't been. I'm really on the call, but when you talk about the pattern, and, man, it made me really re- reflect and think about it because it's like the same thing for me. Every time the same year, it's the same attack, you know what I mean, from health to mental to death to whatever. So I thank you for pointing that out because it does make a difference when you know what you're dealing with and what you're fighting with. And then when you talk about the repenting of the you know, the, the generations before us or, you know, way back in the bloodline from the, from whatever it is, racism, um, infidelity, molestation, all of that. It makes so much sense because it's like, wow, you know, wow. All I can say for this teaching this morning is thank you because, again, from that, those those things that we really need to um, know what we're dealing with. You you always um just give me food for thought. So I thank you, this and I love you. Thank you so much. And don't be late to work today. Amen. Love you too. Hey, good morning. Hello, good morning. Um, can you talk? Hey, little, hey, real, real quick, real, real quick. Somebody else was saying good morning. Who else was that? 
Absolutely, sis. I understand your excitement. Um, just you, you just make sure you keep coming back. Um, it gets gooder, gooder and gooder, as we say. We are, we are now um, approaching our sixth year of doing this. And God, as 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 my sister Grace would say, each round goes higher and higher. And so, who invited you to the call, Denise? Miss um, Dondria. Andrea, awesome. Okay. Well, we are glad to have you, and thank you so much for sharing. Um, and I want to encourage you to keep on perfecting your sound. And then, who was that that shared right before Denise? I'm sorry. Who was that? You were asking to expound on something. I hope we didn't didn't lose your room to talk. I'll give you a second before we move on. Okay. Was that Yolandra? Okay. Um, if so, just shoot me a, a text when you got a second, sis, and then I'll I'll let you go ahead and um and jump in. And I'm sorry about that. As um we we have a, a method in which we do it and Denise as time goes on, you'll kinda learn what that looks like. But I again I thank you for sharing. Anybody else have any questions, comments, concerns, anyone? Hey, Dion. Good morning. Good Hi, morning, family. <laughs> How are you? Hey, check Amazing. this out. Um, yeah. I, um, <laughs> I posted something just the other day about we being ensnared by the words or trapped by the words that come out of our mouths. And that's something about being in agreement or coming into alignment, coming out of agreement with what we've already partnered up with for so long mm -hmm. in our lives when we believe the lie. So while I was listening, driving into work, when you were talking about remaining silent, right, we're not supposed to remain silent, but we have to be careful with what words we use, right? And all I could think about was two scriptures. One we talk about all the time, but another one was over in Psalms um, 32 and 3 when David was like, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away um, through my groaning all the day long. When he kept silent about his transgression, when he didn't go before the courts and ask for re for forgiveness, right, to be covered, for his transgression to be removed. He, he was wasting away inside. And I think sometimes we overlook that fact that um, what sin does to us internally, what transgressions and iniquities, right? I think James talks about for him to know to do good and do it not to him that is sin. So we look at the big things as being sin, but when we know that we're supposed to do something and we don't do it, the word says to us that's sin. And the other scripture I thought about that we talk about all the time when you were talking about, um, I think it was Job not being silent. Well, here is, I remember when I first came on the call, all you guys were talking about, and it was like four months, five months in or whatever. Um, and you, you were specifically you and, and Tanya were talking about your sound. Right, and I didn't really get it because that was not the language I had been accustomed to hearing. But once I started to just be open to it um, and understand and then apply it to the word that was in me and it resonated, right, I get it now. And so now, Revelation 12 and 11, and they overcame him by the word of their testimony, him who, the devil, by the word of their testimony and the blood of the lamb. Listen, Come on, and they love not language. their lives even unto death. How about that? It all ties together. And I had no clue. Together. You hear me? And I had no clue. Right. For years and then you were talking and years about and years. Yes. And, and you just not too long ago did something about righteousness, 
right? Well, we already declared righteousness by the blood. Declared by faith through grace, we are saved. We are declared righteous because of what he did for us, not of our own. So we have a right to approach the judge. Good God. I just I just thank God for um, what he is doing. And Denise, you are here for such a time as this because you are ready. And I just want to admonish everyone, for those that are seeking, hungry, and thirsting after righteousness, he declared that we would be filled. So you just have to have a desire. We first have to have a willing mind. And Tanya, another name for practicing would be exercising. The word tells us to exercise our gifts, to stir up our uh-huh. gifts. Yeah. So thank you, Dion. I love you. And I'm so grateful for what God is doing and how you're um, living it out loud. And um, we are in agreement um, that Mm -hmm. things have to change. And church is no longer, um, well, it probably should have never been what it has become to an extent. Don't get me wrong. I love the church Mm -hmm. because so does God, right? But but things just have to be different. We got to do something different. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's definitely time. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Yolanda, are you ready yet? Okay. All right. Anybody else? Any questions, comments, concerns, commentary? Good morning, Sister D. Hi. Hey, good morning. It's Miss D. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Amen. I'm well. I am well. I thank God for your message this morning. As I've been just traversing through some mountains, you know, I thank God for having high and feet on high places. I thank him for a voice to speak out and cry out loud in the middle of the storm. Not only crying out loud in my space, but crying out loud with others who cry out loud. That Mm -hmm. our voices are being lifted together in prayer and supplication and asking them questions. Okay, God, where do I stand? And what do I need to confess? Because I don't always know. But I thank God that he's a great advocate and that he's defending me before the enemy. So I'm just, I'm in a good space this morning, mentally and emotionally, as I have submitted myself and surrender and continue to relinquish things that I think I have power over. I'll be reminded on a daily basis, I am so powerless. Only power I got is to keep staying in my lane, which is with Christ, walking behind him, not in front of him. But uh-huh. as you know, he has been confirming some of the activities I've been that have been taking place around me. And, and I'm, I'm grateful. You know, I'm, I, I do it scared. I don't know the outcome of a situation, but I trust God because he's my advocate and he's going before me. He's going to make those crooked paths straight. And if he don't bring the mountains down and if circumstances around me don't change, he is still God. And I'm grateful uh-huh. for that knowledge and that acceptance today that I don't have to live in, in, in guilt, not even knowing what to live, what I'm guilty about. You know what I'm saying? Because guilt can uh-huh. confine and limitate, give us limitations in our movement and not even knowing what we're guilty about. Oh, I'll speak for myself, what I'm guilty about. So I'm asking, okay, God, is there some things I need to take care of within my uh-huh. life? Or these things have been handed over to me from my family of origin. I heard somebody mention that earlier because I've been looking back at some things. And there's some things that have been passed down, belief systems, behaviors, attitudes, and a whole lot. And some sins that have been passed Mm -hmm. forward that I'm working through that are falling on my children that they're working through. And as things Mm -hmm. have fallen 
by the wayside with my family. I thank God for keeping me steadfast in prayer, seeking him so that I can understand better that it's not my fault that uh-huh. I can rise above it and I can continue to live a holy, saved life. So thank you for that. I got those scriptures down. I'll be coming back visiting them today because it is right. Study to show thyself approved. Because uh-huh. when the night comes, uh-huh. can't no man work. And I ain't trying to go uh-huh. to sleep without getting my work done. Okay. I love you, sister. Thank you for everything. Love you, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just so you guys know, um, what you'll probably begin to hear throughout the course of the day is accusations. Right? So the enemy will start to pick with you and tell you a whole bunch of things that you are or are not, a whole bunch of things that you're capable of or um, that you have done or you may be guilty of. Um, So there's a scripture that says, agree with your adversary quickly. Um, Hold on, I'm going to tell you. Um, Agree with your adversary. Sure, go ahead, babe. Real quickly. You know what's been going on in my family system, but my mm-hmm. body has been physically under attack for the last three weeks. Right now I'm having these, uh, I'm just calling it tired muscles where my legs and arms don't seem to want to work right. So just keep mm-hmm. me lifted in prayer because he's trying a new way, but he ain't got no power. He will not have a victory in this day. As long as I got Amen. breath, I'm going to be crying out to the Lord. But keep me in prayer because it's going from one, he's just bouncing all over the place. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to Listen, find my weak places. <laughs> Trying to find uh-huh. my weak spots. <laughs> I get it. But that's, that's usually when the enemy comes. And that scripture is Matthew 5 and 25. It says, Setter, settle matters quickly with your adversary who is uh, taking, listen, 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 y'all, who is taking you to court. <sighs> How about that? Yes, Do it yes. while you are still together on the way or your adversary may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. Mm. (laughs) I'm not not making any of this stuff up. This is written in the Word of God, and it's written and has not, this is not, you ain't heard no sermon about no Matthew. Now, this is New Testament. This is after grace. This is after law. Right? So when you start to um, seek, then you start to find. That's Matthew 5.25. Read it for yourself. Do not take my word for it. I'm telling y'all something. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. Hey, good morning. Uh, I just wanted to thank uh, Tanya and Sabrina for um, helping me find my sound and uh, releasing me and allowing me to to, to walk this thing out. Uh, I'm so so thankful, and um, I just I just want to continue on that path. But I can't thank them um, enough for just being by my side and and just yeah. being my sisters. Yeah, that's good stuff, ain't it? It's dope, dope to have some friends that walk with you through through it. L- listen, listen, listen. Come I on. thought Sabrina was going to beat my leg off. I wanted to jump up. <laughs> we we was at a whole retreat in her hotel room. In her, <laughs> uh-huh. listen, 
within a matter of like three to five seconds, the Holy Spirit fell on Aisha with an absolute complete dialect. It was the most beautiful sound. Um, it was as if the way I see it or the way I the way I remember it is as it was as if a dam burst open. Like it had been waiting, the voice had been waiting to speak through her. And as soon as she gave the Holy Spirit permission and opened her mouth in obedience, like it, and she's for a good little while, for a good little while, I'm, I'm so super excited for her walk and what the Lord is doing, not just for Aisha, but Tamisha and Miss D and Nikisha and um, uh, Mona and Catherine and probably somebody else I've shouldn't have started naming names, but I'm excited, you guys. This this right here, this is real. Don't let the enemy punk you into make mm-hmm. you thinking that this is some kind of cult or this some they got mm-hmm. together and can't don't don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. don't do that. You'll you'll miss you'll miss your blessing. Okay. You that that's why I said what I said. You're gonna start to hear accusations. So the enemy um will try to trick you into thinking that we're making stuff up. Now listen how how I just mentioned the scripture agree with your adversary quickly. And then all it did was confirm what I've been teaching all morning. I didn't plan that. That's just the scripture. That's, that's, that's John fourteen twenty six. And the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and begin to bring all things back to your remembrance. So if you pay attention, when you start to walk in the truth of God's word, your footing gets certain. Uh, Yesterday, when I was uh, walking into the hospital, um, I could feel my strength. I could feel it like it was a coat. There was weight in my walk, but very differently because my confidence is not in me. My confidence is who I am in him. And it's like trading spaces. It is like getting a fresh life. I can't even really explain it or put it into words, even how he has given me to articulate my words in this season. Um, There's a confidence and an air of certainty, like I don't um, feel illegitimate anymore. Right, and so we'll talk a little bit about illegitimacy um, at probably in in the next few weeks. I know I still want to walk walk everyone through the approach because by the time it's all over, I want to be able to get into your hands um, a script so that you can go before the courts on your own, but there's a method to it, which is why I keep saying, don't just say anything, don't just start trying to practice and implement this, because what you'll do, you go into a court unprepared, right? There are, there are things that you do. You have uh, things that you can, that, that's proven in Scripture for a cease and desist order, right, which is what I had to do with regard to the system or the cycle that the enemy tried to get me caught up in. Um, and has had me caught up in for several years. But now I understand that there's a written cease and desist order in the word of God. So knowing your legal rights um, is no different than being pulled over and the police say, can you search my car? No, sir, and get away from it. And where your supervisor at? There's a different type of authority you have when you know what you have working for you. Um, we got we got unsigned contracts in the earth. There's money that's being held up. There is peace that's being held up because we don't know our legal rights. And when you don't know it, you can't operate in anything fully if you don't know how to use it. 
And so this month is dedicated. Uh, We're we going into 2020 with a whole different liberty. We're going into 2020 with an understanding um, and, and some, some strength under our belts. We are breaking even the spirit of offense. Um, because sometimes we get offended because we're looking around at everybody else winning, and we're not. But what's winning to them is not always winning in the kingdom. I don't want to kind of win, right? A car, a house, that's all cute. I'm just trying to win car and house. I'm trying to win uh, uh, property, land, uh, facilities, rehabilitation center, tiny home uh, uh tiny home villages, uh, complexes, and blocks and blocks and spans. You can have a car and you can have a house. I want some legacy stuff. I'm not interested in now stage, not a nary mic. I want some stuff that my children, my children's children, my children's children's children, my aunts, my cousins will physically be able to see and say, okay, what are we supposed to do? What are we doing? That's, that's where I'm at. So y'all can have this, this temporary stuff. I'm cool. I need some stuff that's going to last. Cool. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dion, uh, this is <laughs> the uh, – whoever that is, let them go. I'll wait. Okay. Who, who is that? <laughs> oh, good morning. It's Tamisha. Hey, Tamisha, girl. <laughs> so, um, oh, man, I'm like I, – I, oh, man, it was just so good this morning. I was thinking to myself, okay, I need a – I need a round trip ticket to North Carolina. I need to go talk to all my grandmama family, right? Uh-huh. Because I'm like, I don't know nothing. But um, I was, you know, I've been thinking a lot about legacy and generation and everything just because it's important to me, you know, for my sons and my granddaughter. But something mm-hmm. that I thought about, and I haven't thought about it for a while, you know, my, my grandmother passed away really young. But I remember being a kid and remember her talking about us having a curse over our family mm-hmm. to some other, you know, to other adults in our family. Mm-hmm. And I remember throughout my years of growing up, the, all the adults around me liking it to a dark spirit that fought like a shadow. And it kind of just follows us all around mm-hmm. waiting. And, mm-hmm. um, I haven't thought about that for years. Like I, mm-hmm. I, um, I honestly have not thought about that shadow since I got saved until mm-hmm. until today. Um, mm-hmm. It was like when I was young, I could even feel it sit down on the bed with me at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just haven't felt that. In years, like since I got saved, it's been a couple years, I haven't felt the presence of it or anything, but when I just got super goosebumps when you were talking um, this morning, and it made me feel like um, I haven't even, I never brought that up to God or prayed about it or um, even just to know that it's probably still there waiting for me. And so, um, and so that's something you know, that I don't have to fly to North Carolina for. I could pray Mm -hmm. about right now. So Mm -hmm. thank you for that. And then the other thing is, like, when you said, you know, bringing stuff up to us, like, acknowledge that it's there, I guess when you said come in agreement fast. 
And mm-hmm. I've just been thinking to myself lately, like, I had two opportunities to not be petty. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, um, nope, I'm a, you know, I'm just, yep, you sure right. I am being petty right now, and I'm going to keep being petty about this. And, um, but God just kept presenting me opportunities to, like, get out from under that, and I just keep holding on to it because I'm happy being petty with these particular individuals, but I'm actually really not because the, the spirit is like, that's not who you are. So it's almost like God and the Holy Spirit tag teaming me around this, I, this, this pettiness that I've been carrying around. So I actually did get some opportunity to address it again, and I'm taking them, and I'm walking mm-hmm. into it and praying about them. Because um, I was saying I'm not, but I have been, and, you know, I admit that, and, and I don't want it to hurt or harm my legacy, and, and mm-hmm. also just my And it will. And it will. So I'm, I'm trying to, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk into this, I'm going to take the opportunity that God given me to, to do some reconciliation um, and practice in, in forgiveness of you know, these people and my forgive myself for continuing mm-hmm. to allow this to hold me down. And I'm just so grateful for this call. It's only been maybe two months, a month. Amen. Maybe. It feels like forever, but I know it's only been a month. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, so much every morning. Amen. Amen. I'm excited for you. And always remember, when the Holy Spirit brings stuff like that up to you, the only thing that you really have to do, and this is outside of even a court case, um, is that when he shows you stuff, and always remember that, that you don't have to physically go anywhere. You could be sitting in your home. One of the things, there are scrolls, right? And so you ask the Holy Spirit to show you what is written in the scrolls of your generation. And what starts to happen, like that whole, um, what I just said about the um, the uh, uh, prejudice, right, or racism in my bloodline that I didn't realize was, when he showed it to me, I was like, oh, I forgot all about that. Just like he, he doesn't bring stuff up to your remembrance until it's time, right? So now, as you're being armed, um, and equipped to handle it, because see, before you wouldn't have been able to do anything about it. But when something happens, I confess whatever it is as sin, I come out of agreement with it, and I ask for the blood to cover it, for the blood to cover the sin and the consequences over myself and my entire bloodline back 40 generations. And I, I, that particular statement um that's something that you say in the courts, but one of the things um, that God will start to do is show you the accusations, give them, give you the power to write them down. That's what's called preparing your case. So after a while, when you start to get the accusations, just in your prayer time, is you might hear murderers. Some of you may have had abortions. Um, some of your grandparents may have had abortions or killed somebody even. And so the brother of the accuser, which is the enemy, will come and call you a murderer, even though you didn't do it. You say, I confess it as sin, right? I come out of agreement with it, and I ask for the blood of Jesus to cover the sin and the consequence over myself and my entire bloodline down 40 generations. And then you start to build that case 
right? So that when the enemy comes at you, there is a cloud of witnesses, according to Hebrews, the 12th chapter, and you'll be able to refer to your your cloud of witnesses to testify on your behalf. And I'll explain a little bit more of that as we go further into the teaching. Amen. Thank you for sharing that, babe. I'm super glad you're growing. I'm really excited about your future. Keep coming. Uh, keep going. You win. If you don't quit, Ms. D, go ahead. And if you Thank talk, you for you what you just said. No, I, I Amen, was trying to get the okay. phone off the speaker okay. and off of mute and all that other good stuff. But thank you for what you just said, because when the accuser came, I don't, no, the accuser didn't come first. God was showing me some stuff because I was asking questions. Okay, where is this coming from and why is this coming? I knew mm-hmm. to pray about it, but what you just said, see, and, and I haven't written in a long time, and I'm a journaler. I haven't written in a long time, and I need mm-hmm. to get my books and start writing again. But I didn't know how to do what you just said. So when you're mm-hmm. giving instructions for me to be able to cover these things and then to cover them in the generations that's going forward, because it's, mm-hmm. it's moving, actually moving forward now. Mm-hmm. It is. So And, yeah. and being sure-footed and, and being able to not to get tangled up in my own thought processes about what I mm-hmm. need to do to try to break these cycles, I'm getting some instructions. So this is another response to prayer that I've been praying around these things that I'm seeing that the Lord has showed me within my family system. Because this one didn't come about haphazardly, and it didn't just happen, the things that are taking place in my family system. So I'm real grateful to be here today and walking sure-footed that I'm in the right direction. I'm not doubting myself. Yesterday, when the accuser came with some stuff, I'm like, this don't even sound right, you know. Uh But let me me take a look at this and see what you're Mm -hmm. talking about, and then I'm going to get back to you in a minute. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, I had a response. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that is not true. It was one mm-hmm. of them old lies from some yesteryears ago. That ain't happening right now. So thank you. Just thank you. And and as you mm-hmm. said, there's some things coming down the line that I had prayed about years ago that I'm being, the enemy wants to distract me. So I won't mm-hmm. keep going forward. And I think they talked about this Sunday at church being distracted because he don't look down at my future. He knows what's coming. Yeah, but let me let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that I used to do, and let me let me do it openly so that we understand. When he comes with an accusation, don't tell him it isn't true. Don't say it's not true, even if it's not yours. It happens somewhere in your bloodline. You ready? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What you do is say, "I confess X Y Z as sin." And I ask for the blood of Jesus to cover the sin and the consequence 40 years behind me and 40 years going forward. Right? So, again, Matthew 5.25 says you agree with your adversary quickly. It's not my opinion. This is according to the law of, the, of the, the, the law of grace. Okay, right? okay. You agree with the adversary quickly and you move on because then he can't accuse you of it no more. Mm-hmm, that takes mm-hmm. his right. That takes his authority. That takes all of his legality to hold anything against you. All right, that's cool. I, I agree. And I, yeah, mm-hmm, that's all. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. So, so what it does is it robs him of the ability to guilt you. Mm, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it takes away mm-hmm. the power to condemn you. If you agree, all right, I did that. That's cool. We did that. My mom and them did that. You right. You right. And I confess it as sin. 
Now, I ask for the blood of Jesus to cover the sin and the consequence over myself and my entire bloodline 40 years forward and 40 years back. Amen. 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 I got that. Got it. Got it. That's it. That's all. Anybody else before we wrap it up? Dion, this stuff is just so good. I, I, I'm just, I'm just eating it. You know, it's just so good. Thank you for your opinion this morning. Thank you so much. You don't gotta thank me, girl. It's my job, honey. If I don't, if I don't do my job, I'm gonna get fired. The devil is a lie. <laughs> hey, Dion. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Catherine. Were you still speaking? Just saying, thank you, thank you. You are more than so, welcome. It's my pleasure. So really quick, and I might I actually get cut off if I do. I won't. I won't call back because I'm heading up in the mountains. Uh, I just I was reminded of maybe it was about a year ago, Dion, maybe a little more, when the Lord gave you arrows, and you know to talk about arrows and um, you know um, right. So so if you were on the call during that time, if you remember any discussions that that we had about arrows. What what is what is what we're happening what what is happening right now is that we're learning how to um, sharpen our arrows our prayers so that they hit a direct bullseye. So like it, it might seem like a, a lot. Um, it's a little bit hurting before. And I, I guarantee you, as you go forward and you move with an open mind, the Lord is going to start putting things in your path for you to see, whether it's scriptures or um, uh, conversations. That I, I get, because that's exactly what started happening to happening started to happen to us. And I am so amazed at how much more sharp Dion is today, October the second, than she was just a few weeks ago when we first started this journey and, you know, but it's pretty much, so really what is happening is this helps us to define, to um, sharpen and to be expert marksmen at the prayers that we launch, the missiles that we launch, the artillery that we launch. Okay, bye. And that, that's all it's about. This is this is not about me being smart. This ain't this ain't about me knowing everything because I do not. I am as I am learning. I'm just teaching you guys what I'm learning um, and what I'm experiencing. And I get to make the mistake before you ever do, which is why I said, don't go to court without preparing. Which is another reason I said start to listen so that we can start to watch you prepare your case. Right, and so um, when this is all said and done, um, eventually what we will do is we'll walk through some renunciations and some declarations um, and some disavowing in an effort to establish just that, our family, huh? To establish our family getting to a place of freedom because I, I don't, I don't want to just be free myself. I want my whole, oh, no, go back. I want my whole bloodline to be free. You hear me? My children, my grandchildren, my mama and them, my siblings, all of that. Oh, um, every man is the island and everyone for themselves. Nope, not on my watch. Nope, nope, nope. I want y'all to be free, y'all's children. You hear me, y'all's children. Amen. 
Amen. Anybody else have anything as we get ready to wrap up? Hello, um, this is Denise again. I was driving. Hey, Denise. Can you do me a favor? Do me a favor. Take yourself off the speaker or get closer to your phone so we can hear you well, babe. I think it's my office. Okay. Hello, is that better? Okay, that's much better. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Thank you. I wanted to find out how can I get access to um, the replay? So if you download the Declare Victory app on both Android or iPhone, uh-huh. the playback will be uploaded uh, at some point today. But are, has, are you in the Victory Room already? Um, no. Our, our private group? No, I'm not. What's, what is that? Okay. You can just search the Victory Room and just request approval. Um, it'll be posted the there room. and on Mm-hmm. And the Declare Victory Facebook, our public fan page, it usually is posted all places, but it's it's probably much easier just to have the app because there are thousands and thousands of playbacks, literally six years worth. Okay. <laughs> and this is called the Declare Victory app. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can and the Victory like Room. That. Where do I find the Victory Room? That's on Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You are super welcome. Amen. Anybody else as we prepare to close? Hey, Dion, this is Bubbly. I just want to thank, thank, <laughs> thank and praise God for reminding me about declaring victory and where most of my victories have come. So I'm just glad to be back, glad to hear your sound and be present. That's all we can all do. Just keep pressing. And I love you. I love you too, sis. Amen. Amen. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, Deanna. It's Gloria. Hey, Gloria. So, hi. Work has impeded my ability to join and to hear all the time. But what I did get of the, of the um, declaration this morning, I am so excited. Look forward to the playback. And I'm like you, I want everybody free, my family, my friends, all my bloodline, everybody, and yours too. So God bless you. Love you. Declare victory. Amen. God bless you. Love you too, bitch. Glad to have you on this morning. Amen. So with that said, don't forget today is a day of fasting. It uh, is a day we, we make deliberate steps to set something aside just so that we can hear more clearly and after um, an instruction like this, I'm prayerful that even if it's just not eating any meat until after 5 p.m. or not taking in any sugar or dairy, whatever it is you decide to mange, um, that you would do so with great expectation that God would bring clarity, revelation, and understanding so that you would grow in the knowledge of who he is and in the faith. Amen. Amen. So with that said, Father, I pray that you would cover every word that was spoken this morning, God, that you'd cover every heart and every mind under the sound of my voice, that you would reenact your power and your spirit, and that all of our 
words and all of our supplications testify of Jesus. And I ask God that you cover us with the blood, that we apply the blood of Jesus to our thought process, um, to our, our hearts, Lord God. And we ask that you would continue to build us up in the most holy of faith and that we work out our own soul salvation. Give us a hunger and thirst for righteousness and a desire to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness, that everything else would be added unto us. God, we bless you. We cherish you. We admonish you. And we agree with the truth of your word for our lives in Jesus' name, amen, and God, we bless you, amen. Have an amazing day, guys. Meet you back here at 5 p.m. with Lady Diane after the fast, just to agree with that which we fasted about. Have a good day, guys. Talk to you later. Bless you all. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day. And just FYI, for those that are in the Archer Circle tonight at 7 p.m., tonight at 7 p.m. in our Zoom World meeting. Talk to you later. Bye, guys.
We pray many blessings by having stars to return to you for your given and perfect in him. There is nothing. Mm-hmm. 